0: Welcome to the True Talk Real Estate Podcast brought to you by True Living Real Estate powered by Keller Williams. Our mission, we are a real estate team committed to excellence, integrity, as well as living an abundant lifestyle. We are bold, friendly rebels willing to do whatever it takes to uphold these values for our families. We help buy, sell, and invest in real estate. People first, property second. I'm your host and True Living team leader, Nellie Dettinger, And today we on True Talk, we have a special community guest, Wayne Merrick from the Eau Claire Children's Theater, um, to talk about his organization and how we are partnering together as a major sponsor for this really, really, really cool organization that has done so much for the Eau Claire Arts community. And I just wanted to welcome you to, welcome you to True Talk, <laughs> yeah. Wayne. Well, thanks,
1: thanks for the great welcome and intro.
0: <laughs> so, Wayne, I didn't want to get my numbers right. Um, and they might not be, so correct me if I'm wrong. But are we, is ECTT in its 31st season?
1: I, I have the gray hair to show that's actually the end of our, we're coming up on the end of the 33rd season, 33rd. kicking off the 34th
0: within the next month. Wow, that <laughs> is an amazing run. That's an amazing run in our community. Um, if our listeners aren't aware of just how storied an organization the Eau Claire Children's Theater is, can you just kind of give everybody a synopsis of where you came from and what it takes to produce the season and the amount of shows that you guys are cranking out right now?
1: (laughs) Sure. Um, So we actually were founded in uh, March of 1989. So basically, uh, I graduated from the university here in Eau Claire with a communication and theater arts degree. Uh, vocal music minor. And uh, I'm not sure if I thought I was going to New York or what I thought I was doing, but um, probably could have gotten a a better direction on a career path, I guess. Uh, Liberal arts, uh, communication, theater arts degree. So um, what better thing to do than to uh, can't find a job, make a job for yourself. So um, at the time, there was uh, definitely community theater going on in town, uh, but not necessarily a children's theater or a lot of shows focused on having young people as either performers or um, audience members. Uh, and so that was kind of the, the impetus for deciding to start another community-based uh, theater organization. So uh, I'm one of the founders and have been with it since the beginning. Um, but I, I, when I do my spiel about the group, I, I do like to bring that up that, um, you, you know, if you see a need or you see something that you're interested in, uh, there's really no reason to uh, not pursue it or uh, figure out a way to make it happen. Uh, whether it's just to make sure you have a job or you see the need in the community or whatever. So that's really kind of how it started. And it uh, it started like lots of nonprofits with a nonprofit board, volunteers coming together, um, you know, putting out a season of three shows, uh, then gradually going to five shows a year, adding school matinees, touring shows, uh, school matinees were added, or excuse me, summer classes were added uh, within the first year as well. So lots of things were added. Uh, the number of shows went up from three to five. Our 10th anniversary, we decided, well, it's our 10th anniversary. We should do 10 shows. Uh, and we jumped from five shows to 10 shows a year. Uh, and now it's kind of leveled off at about 16 shows a year. Um, shows for kids, adults, um, both as audience members
0: and as performers. It truly is theater for everyone um that's been our experience as participants Uh, our kids have been highly involved for the last 10 years um my husband and son have been board members um the diversity in the uh schedule every single year is amazing um truly something for everyone to come and see and what's really really incredible um, as we've experienced theater in many different markets is just the level level of overall talent that we have in our community which is just phenomenal um can you kind of kind of kind of speak to that wayne sure. as to how a community as small in a lot of ways as the triple valley is from a population standpoint sure
1: yep. can, i think the um uh, what our, I guess what we decided to do as a community theater, nonprofit community theater early on, was to uh, have a paid staff, um, which that's not unusual for a community theater to have some paid staff. Um, I think the, the typical model is uh, maybe a paid director of some sort, uh, either an executive director or a managing director, uh, and then to uh, put out the other positions as uh, volunteers or small stipends. Uh, meaning like the artistic director, the person doing sets or costumes or things like that. Uh, and that is certainly a model that you would find all over the country for community theaters. Um, I think we're probably more of a hybrid where we have a paid staff. Um, so we have a paid costume or a paid production manager, technical director. And what that allows us to do is to kind of up our game on the production value of the shows. Um, so we're not always at the mercy of finding volunteers to head those positions up. We certainly rely on volunteers uh, on the crew and to help with costumes and sets and painting and makeup and all of the things in theater. Um, But I think what helps to set us aside is it's that next level of uh, professionalism uh, to have a paid staff that kind of increases the production value. And we are certainly fortunate to have uh, just some really talented volunteer performers in town um uh, that love, they're passionate. They love singing, dancing, acting, um, because those are of course volunteer and not paid positions. So we're fortunate to have a paid staff with some really just incredible volunteers to put on the number of shows that we do.
0: It's amazing. And what I love is how you, Introduced, you know, the history of the Claire Children's Theater and how you truly did create it out of a need in your own life, a need in the community, and that entrepreneurial spirit has created an amazing nonprofit. And it's just so it, it it's rare and it's it's so needed for people to understand and believe that when they have a vision for something, that it really is up to them to to go out and, and create it. Um, so that's that's really really cool. Can you talk about how um, the Eau Claire Children's Theater relies on sponsorship and community involvement to keep going?
1: Sure. The, it's interesting because I think people, I'm not I'm not exactly sure how they come to this thought that um, we get government funding or funded by the city or uh, I, I'm sure it's just that there, there's not a clear understanding of how maybe a nonprofit is funded, but just like probably every nonprofit, they Rely on corporate donations, corporate sponsorships, uh, donation, you know, donations from patrons. Uh, the number of fundraising events that we do, like Dancing with the Eau Claire Stars, Purses with Purpose, all the the additional fundraisers that happen throughout the year, silent auctions, things like that. Um, ticket sales alone uh, do not. You know, cover the budget in any way. <laughs> uh, and that's mainly because the, we want to keep our ticket prices low so that uh, families can attend. Um, you know, it's one thing to have mom and dad come to a show, maybe, but when you've got a family of four or five people, you know, that can be uh, get to be a pricey night out uh, if the ticket prices aren't kept reasonable. So um, there's certainly ticket sales, but without corporate support, volunteers, donations, fundraisers um, there simply wouldn't be a way to keep uh, a nonprofit like ours open open with just ticket sales
0: right and we're so true living real estate is so proud to be a sponsor we um, hope to sponsor uh, several shows a year and it's just so neat to know that you know through what we're doing here we can support what's going on on stage our family has been blessed by it, you know, countless times over with the lessons that our kids have learned while being a part of this program. And I'm super, super grateful for that. Um, One of the things that I kind of wanted to circle back around to, oh gosh, I lost my train of thought um, was really about how you can, you could get involved um, if you wanted to, to, you know, show the Oak Children's Theater some financial support as a small business or an individual,
1: Sure. Um, we probably two different ways uh, as far as, well, maybe mean, they're not that different. An individual could sponsor a show, I suppose, but um, we do every year a fund drive through uh, corporate sponsorships. And those would be uh, small businesses, large businesses, corporations that want to uh, underwrite uh, the production costs or the royalties for a show. Um, and, I, and I think it's good probably for the listeners to understand the costs involved in putting on a show. It doesn't just happen. Um, you know, new shiny theaters like the Pablo Center, where we do our bigger musicals, um, are not cheap. Uh, that's not donated space. That's not, ooh, nonprofits get it for free. We pay like everybody else. Uh, so there are costs for that. Uh, royalties, the rights to do a show, uh, can be anywhere, you know, seven to $10,000 just to get the scripts and have the rights to do the show before you even, you know, start with costumes and sets and things like that. So lots of hard costs with royalties, the rental of the venue the sets props costumes uh little mermaid's a great example where you've got a big show big cast um we're bringing in a flying company from uh, down by chicago to fly aerial and scuttle and you're doing all those things to make it the best possible show for our community so i mean we're already into the show twenty thousand plus before it even opens that's not that's just you know hard cost without even uh Really building costumes or anything like that. So it, it can, it's an expensive uh, undertaking. Um, so that's where the, the sponsorships come in to help underwrite those costs so that we don't have to be charging, you know, 30, 40, $50 a ticket. Uh, we can keep them in the you know mid twenties for our top ticket so that a whole family can afford to attend. Um, uh, but that can only really happen with, uh, corporate sponsorships and or donations from businesses and individuals to help uh, reduce those overall expenses.
0: That's awesome. Um, this is what I wanted to talk about. It was back to your entrepreneurial oh, spirit true. and ingenuity and everything that we experienced for the last couple of years with restrictions and COVID and lots of community theaters not operating or um, not, not doing anything really. And the Eau Claire Children's Theater didn't do that. You know, you, you guys participated safely. You participated well. You participated, you know, there with tons of ingenuity. Just talk about what you guys did sure. to get, you know, you had newsies on the soundstage at the Northern Wisconsin State Fair. You had communicator masks. Like, how did all of that happen? Sure. Um,
1: probably, I mean, a, a large part of it is probably because um, i Obviously, definitely a type A personality, and don't sit very well. So the thought of uh, sitting around for a couple of years, not doing much, um, probably is would not <laughs> would not work for me. Um, so yes, of course, you know the world shut down in whatever March of 2020. So um, we were definitely you know closed down for a couple couple months. But during those months, we were also figuring out ways to. Uh, contributed to the community by making cloth masks right away. The costume shop kicked into gear within probably days, uh, making masks for different people. Um, But then we also shifted right away to, okay, so now with these, you know, parameters, how can we continue to produce live theater? So really by end of April, we were holding in-person and Zoom auditions. We were having rehearsals by Zoom Gradually, we were able to have some, you know, two or three people rehearsals together with masks and distancing and X's on the floor to keep people apart. (laughs) Um, And still, we're able to do our first show back in uh, June. So, really, just a few months after being shut down uh, to be able to do a show with limited capacity, distancing with the audience, distancing with the cast. Um, But then also, just that was just a decision we made. Other groups made, you know, a decision for themselves to either closed down, uh, either permanently or for a number of months, maybe even up to a couple of years. Um, that just wasn't for me or for us. Um, and so we decided where can we do shows outside? So doing shows at the Northern Wisconsin state fairgrounds, we did some shows at the Lismore, uh, the Pablo center, of course, was still closed for, uh, almost two years. Um, so that wasn't an option, but our own space, the Oxford, we were able to, uh, take out rows of chairs, move the chairs apart, put cards on the chairs, don't sit here, move the cast apart, uh, use masks, distancing, uh, perform at other venues. Um, our choice was to, uh, carry on instead of, uh, just shutting down. Um, and it worked out for us. I'm it, I suppose there's that chance that it went to, but, um, the audiences still responded to that, um, even at, you know, limited capacities or whatever. So, uh, we were still able to have audiences. We still had performers that wanted to perform, uh, you know, happy to do so even in uncomfortable uh, communicator masks or whatever. Um, they, you know, there's still a passion to perform and a passion for people to, to come together safely. Uh, and we were able to uh, kind of soldier on um, and things are getting back to, I hate to say that, normal, but getting back to more normal with less restrictions as audiences um, are more comfortable coming together in a gathering.
0: That's awesome. Well, talk to us about the remaining season for 2022 and what's happening um, in at the Eau Claire Children's Theater in 2023.
1: Sure. We uh, we have one uh, kind of in between season show. Usually our seasons end at the end of July, but um, coming up in August we have the Music Man in concert. Uh, so we've done concert re- versions of shows in the past. Uh, it's basically all the music from a show with minimal dialogue, a little bit of set, fully costumed songs and dances. Uh, basically the show but kind of trimmed down the dialogue so you get the story Um, but that'll be the music manning concert and we're back to the northern wisconsin state fairgrounds this time because we want to (laughs) not because we have to because the pablo center is certainly open for a big show but it was a cool experience to do an outdoor show on the lining kugel stage there at the fairgrounds Um, audience sits on the infield you know bring a lawn chair uh super cool the you know sun's kind of beaten down <laughs> at the start, but uh as the night goes on, the sun is setting, the stars come out, and you got this cool act two uh you know under the stars, and it's getting a little cool uh People kind of respond to that uh not even for covid, but like it's was so cool. it's it was so fun
0: it was pretty cool,
1: so like we 're back there because we want to not because we have to um and then we kick off our our 23 season um A lot of our fundraisers, uh, like dancing with the Eau Claire stars, our biggest fundraiser of the year, um, always comes up in early September. So we're already, um, you know, getting ready for that. Um, lots of cool shows planned for next season. The brochure will be out here in uh, a few weeks or whatever. So people will be able to check out all of the shows. Um, do you want me to tell any secrets here or some shows that are coming up?
0: Give us (laughs) what's going to be, what's going to be the biggest headline for fall
1: for fall. Um, People like the, the, the big holiday musicals. So right now uh, we are uh, on board for uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, which uh, people might think, well, that's just a little cartoon. But uh, they turned it into a full-fledged musical based on the cartoon, of course. Huge puppets, big set, um, all the story and songs right from the, the cartoon. So lots of name recognition and appeal there. That's Usually the big show is that, that holiday musical.
0: Super fun, super fun. <laughs> well, Wayne, thank you so much for coming on and sharing the story of the Eau Claire Children's Theater with True Living Real Estate and our True Talk audience. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. And if for all of our listeners, if you would like to partner with us and support us as we um, are a major corporate sponsor for ECCT, um, please reach out. You can buy season tickets at ecct.org. Anytime, any day of the year, it's an investment in your fun times with your family and invest and as well as investing in a great, great community organization that you have to go a long, long way to duplicate. Thank you so much for listening until next time.